Lord Jesus, we um, just want to say thank you so much for who you are, what you've done for us, um, and for all that you uh, have before us as well. And I just pray that as we open your word this afternoon that uh, you'd be speaking to us, <coughs> that you would be, uh, yeah, just so that we would feel your presence so thick in this room. Amen. Amen. Um, if we've not met before, my name is Jeremy, um, on the screen, um, and I'm part of the team here at St. John's, and I'm married to Emily, who I love very much. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So in these afternoon services, we've been looking at the book of Habakkuk, um, or Habakkuk, if you're from America. Or if you're from the West Country, it's probably Habar Cook. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was a joke for you. That was a joke for you, Ruth, Ruth Smith. Um, yeah, so Graham started a few weeks ago on Chapter 1. Um, Louise spoke a few weeks ago on Chapter 2, and I get the privilege of Number 3, which is the very last book. Um, and there's a lot to unpack in this chapter. Um, as I've been preparing, I was particularly struck by the very last verse, actually, um, which, if you don't have your Bibles open, it says, The Sovereign Lord, or the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. And then I've been praying and thinking, uh, what, God, what, what God do you want to say through this? And I think he's just very simply saying to every single one of us today, I am your strength. Um, so I particularly want to talk quite practically this afternoon on how we can make God our strength, make God your strength. And you know, life is really difficult, whether we like it or not. Um, things are hard. Um, and it's so easy to do everything on our own. It's, it's the easy option. It makes things so much easier if we do things on our own. Um, you know, this can lead, this can, if we do stuff on our own, it leads us to weariness, uh, it leads us to exhaustion, um, and almost bitterness or um, resentment. But what Habakkuk is saying here in verse 19, the Lord, the Lord is my strength. Not I, not Basede, the Lord. So for structure's sake, um, don't have super long, but... Um, for structure's sake, I'm just going to tell. I'm just going to tell you a bit of context of Habakkuk three. Unpack some of verse nineteen, and then speak on what we can learn from that, if that's okay. Cool. So Habakkuk three, three, three is a prayer said to be said to be said by Habakkuk. Uh, the first two chapters of Habakkuk, if you were not here uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. The first two chapters of Habakkuk presented the prophet Habakkuk's uh, question and answer time with God. Now that God has, now that God had answered Habakkuk, the prophet brought a prayer to close the book here in chapter three. Habakkuk simply, simply, simply prayed for revival. He knew how God once, how God once worked, and how His people once responded. And Habakkuk wanted to see that again. <clears throat> As the chapter goes on, Habakkuk prayed 
for revival, he began to praise God who brings revival. And in this song of praise in in chapter 3, Habakkuk glorified God for his power and majesty. Habakkuk could only properly declare, the Lord is my strength, after he prayed the prayer of faith in the previous verses. He rightly declared that his strength was not in fig trees or vines or fields or flocks, but only in God. Habakkuk thought of the deer running about on the heights. Probably the heights that they're talking about are just simply hills, highly likely, never losing a step and never never falling. More than that, the deer positively dance and leap on the hills. They are full of life and full of joy. With that in mind, and the prophet proclaimed, the prophet proclaimed, prophet Habakkuk, God will also set my steps firmly and full of life. As I trust in him, he will not allow me to slip or fall, and I will do more than merely plod along. I will skip about with life and with joy. So what can we learn from this passage? Great question. Quite simply, like I said before, the Lord is our strength. You know, not the strength that adds to our human strength, not the protein powder that helps us with our strength development, but, (laughs) if only, um, but our whole strength. You know, the Lord is my strength is a very well well populated phrase, shall we say, in the whole Bible. Um, and it's mentioned a number of times throughout Scripture, just to name a few. Um, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send, send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our God. Do not, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Isaiah 40, one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible, uh, 29 and 30 to 31. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow, youths, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fail, stumble and fall, sorry. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. And if only Graham gave me Psalm 119, um, but this is probably my favorite, favorite verse in the whole Bible. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Strengthen me according to your word. So the Lord being our strength isn't just here in Habakkuk, it's across scripture. How can we make the Lord our strength? I've got three things, a Trinitarian things to say for us to consider, very simply. You can, you can almost interpret these as not just the Lord is our strength, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. So number one, if you're a note taker, Make God your highest priority. Make God your highest priority. We cannot make the Lord our strength. We cannot make the joy of the Lord our strength if we are also making something else our strength. 
Quite simply, doing so is what's known as idolatry, uh, behaving as if something else will give us more joy than God himself. While earthly gifts and experiences can give us joy, um, but they are pale in comparison with the greatest gifts, God himself, um, whose love is poured out through us, to us through Christ. Um, another verse, why not? Uh, Psalm 73, my, heart, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So number one, very simply, make God your highest priority. Number two, focus on the Holy Spirit. There's a strong correlation in Scripture between the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of, of, the presence of strength. I'll say that again. There is a strong correlation in Scripture between the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of strength. Um, you know, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, Acts 13, the disciples were continually filled with strength, joy, and with the Holy Spirit. Paul prays in Romans, how, how may the... The God of hope fill now may the God of hope fill you with all peace and joy as you trust in Him. Um, Paul also praises the Thessalonians by saying, "You also become imitators of us and of God, having received the word in much tribulation with the joy, all the strength of the Holy Spirit. Strength should not be pursued directly, but is the wonderful byproduct." of a life lived following God. So number two, focus on the Holy Spirit. Number one, make God your highest priority. And finally, express gratitude for the gifts that God has given you. Though God himself is your highest strength, your highest joy, he has also given us many, many gifts. Ecclesiastes, I'm just kind of... I may as well read the whole Bible. But um, the writer of Ecclesiastes observes by saying that there is nothing better for anyone, for people, uh, than to be joyful and to be and to do good as long as they live. You know, God's, God's given us so much. <laughs> We're, like, again, very simply, God's given us so much. And so if we just express that gratitude, taking each day to notice, to acknowledge, to thank uh, for what we are grateful for, that for what we are grateful for, we'll, we'll, I think we'll actually go a long way to strengthening ourselves as people. Not just as people, but also Christians as well. Um, yeah, so express gratitude for God's gift. Number one. Make God your highest priority. Two, focus on the Holy Spirit. Make the Holy Spirit your, your highest priority as well, but also express, express gratitude for God's gifts. You know, I'm under the impression that God's, God wants us to thrive. God wants us to thrive. He doesn't want us to survive. He wants us to be in, he doesn't want us to be in survival mode. He wants us to thrive not just in our lives, but also in our life with him. And when we make his strength our strength, 
that's all we can do is thrive, not survive. So, let's prioritise Jesus <laughs> and let's um, make his strength our strength. Amen. Amen.